Hello, and welcome back to Unhealthy Discourse. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Wow, it has been a long time coming, which I do feel so is our intro every time that we podcast, because we just keep taking these long breaks in between. But um, it's, uh, you know, at least we come back to it, right? Yeah, life happens. I mean, yeah, I, yeah people need to chill out. That is so true. That's why you know? I'm doing yin yoga tonight. You know what yin yoga is? No. The opposite well, first of, of all, yang yoga? Yeah, it might be. I've never done it before, but uh, I just it Googled it what, for today, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up for it. And then I accidentally signed up for the unlimited classes, so now I'm going to be going every day. But um, <laughs> And I also move in two weeks, so it seems normal. But... um. Anyway, it's it's like you hold the yoga poses for like three to five minutes instead of oh like my God. quickly moving yeah, isn't on. That extremely long. Is so is this what is the purpose of doing that? To make it it's supposed to be like possible deeper stretches and then also there's supposed to be some sort of like emotional release that happens when you hold the stretches for that long. But uh T B D on that front, I'm not sure. Also, this is warm yin yoga so the room is not hot but heated jeez so i'm gonna be sweating a lot wow so you i feel like you started off with uh difficult like you started on the highest difficulty that's pretty much how i do every single thing that i've ever done i just like throw myself into it and i'm like well i'm an expert so should be fine. And then I just look like an absolute fool. And then I never go back again because I made a like complete ass of myself. Well, you have unlimited, so you have to. You really force yourself. That's true. I also told my sister, I was like, well, I accidentally signed up for this unlimited thing for one month. So when I leave, you can just go in my place. And she was like, sounds good. In my steed. Yeah, Which exactly. Like, you're Aaron. I it that way. I sh- should have. I should have had you on the phone. <laughs> just for that conversation. Yeah. yeah, just like uh when I need a synonym, it's like right clicking a word in Microsoft Word. It's just like, all right, thesaurus, Matthew. Oh, that would be great if we had like walkie talkies and I could and we could do that. Anytime I was yeah. looking for a, a nice word, I was like, oh, Aaron would know the right word to use here. I could just I probably check would. In. Yeah, I'm sure that you would. That would be good. We are in different continents though at the moment. Yeah, which... so the the current walkie talk technology won't work in this situation first we invent the technology yeah then we implement it in our daily lives exactly exactly at least we have a plan well, there are so many billion dollar ideas on this podcast honestly that we give away for free we should charge people to listen yeah i mean people like, listen yet but what do they call it like twitter blue and like i don't know instagram premium something sure yeah premium plus ultra giga yeah meta meta (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll figure it out there's got to be a a spotify setting to uh make money from this i'm also laughing because i'm looking at my past chats on this account and it has Because you are the only person that I ever call on Skype. It has some of my archive chats back to 2014 on here. Um, and it also includes two chats from video dates I had in 2020 with people who <laughs> I had completely forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about, we talked about one of the podcasts, Video Dating. We must have. I mean, I think that comes up in most of our podcasts. Yeah. But, uh. I haven't been I haven't been dating in months, so there's don't go to the well. There's no water there. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to talk about something else then. So oh, yeah. what do you say we debate uh peanuts versus peanuts? Oh my god, where did you come up with that idea? It's genius. Literally off the top. So today well, I will be debating Peanuts, the food, and Aaron, legume. legume. Aaron will be debating the side of Peanuts, le cartoon. Oh, that was so good. Uh Uh-huh. Honestly, 
the Peanuts cartoons has just like the most special place in my heart. So I do apologize if I get a little emotional. <laughs> well, we'll see. Have you ever seen a photo of baby Snoopy? There's no way that that doesn't pull at your heartstrings. It does. It definitely tugs <laughs> at the heartstrings, if okay, not good. outright pulls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, all, it's a gateway tug. <laughs> it's a gateway tug. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um, well, are you going first? I feel like I always make you go first, but I feel because I just worked out that I have some like... I don't know. I have some endorphins going that I think maybe I'm going to be selfless for once in my life and go first. Okay, you're feeling first. This go is actually it. this is actually one of the the moments where going first is selfless because normally it's like, "Oh, no, no, you go first." But in this yeah. case, you get a little more preparation. You get to find the holes in the other person's argument, not that there will be any, but <laughs> um then you get to just come in for the kill and expose them if you go second. Expose. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll look back and see who went first, who went second, but probably not. All right, then you'll you you start. You're on the clock. All right. So for those of you uh, unfamiliar with the Peanuts cartoons, you may at some point in your life heard of the characters Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Linus, Woodstock, uh, etc. I mean Bring Lucy. Bells. Uh, pig pen ever the heard of this goes on yeah uh they are on merchandise galore they're on shows galore uh they're on your favorite holiday specials which is now streaming on apple plus during the holidays instead of like abc or whatever which is kind of annoying but pretty sure you can get free apple plus so it's like not a huge deal also i think it's free to anyone for like the four or five days surrounding any major holiday case you were wondering that's, that's good um yeah yeah it is but if you ever want to watch charlie brown thanksgiving in like march then you're kind of out of luck um did you do that which i've been known <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> however the fact with with the introduction of like snoopy in space or the snoopy show the like the new shows like sometimes I don't even need it. I get my fix elsewhere. All those are also on Apple TV, but uh, okay. you know, yeah. This so these are uh, new new peanuts shows. Oh my god! Yeah, are you unfamiliar? Wow. No, I didn't know that the peanut IP was still growing. <laughs> you Is don't even same? know. Is Just it the same yesterday, animation style and everything. I mean, it's a little bit better but yeah it's the same characters same drawing yeah okay it's a little clearer a little bit crisper the pixels are a little bit uh higher dose higher <laughs> there's dose. more of them <laughs> <Makes sense>. um, <laughs> uh and uh I, this is not anything to do with my argument yet i'm just sort of talking about how much i love it to start but it seems like it's good laying a good foundation i also signed up with my dad for a uh the snoopy 5k um, it's a virtual, you can do a 5k, 10k or half marathon and you sign up for it and they'll send you your bib and your medal and your shirt in the mail. And I think you have to like, say, like prove that you like ran it or something like that. Um, or if you just pay, maybe not, I don't know if you do, but then you just run it on your own time and then you get the shirt. Um, and all the proceeds go to like veterans affairs uh nice. not veterans like having affairs but like <laughs> like their everyday needs <laughs> funding veterans <laughs> having affairs i would hope not yeah yeah i don't know if that needs any funding i don't think so you know i might have to double check that i hopefully that's not where the proceeds are going yeah, definitely read the fine print on that yeah i will um but uh, it started obviously in 2020 and they just kept it going and it's like the shirts are just so cute it's just snoopy the Snoopy 5K. Anyway, that's great. But um, back to my argument. Actually, let me just start my argument. My arguments are as follows. First, although Peanuts cartoons have not been around as long as Peanuts legumes, the Peanuts cartoons do have some massive staying power that cannot be denied. I mean, 
it started in what, like the early 60s, maybe the late 50s, I think early 60s with Charles, Charles M. Schultz, Charles S. Schultz. Man, I should really know that. Researching, researching. Um, but started with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charles M. Schultz. Uh, wow. Launch date, October 2nd, 1950. Oh, 1950. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, and in, to this day, they're still making new shows. People are still extrapola- ex- extrapolating. That's a word, right? Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I've just exercised and I haven't eaten yet, so forgive me. Uh, yeah, they're, they're ext- still extrapolating joy from these characters um, and wholesomeness to this day. So one, the staying power. It's really... Quite admirable. Name another cartoon that has that kind of staying power. Yes, there are others. Calvin and Hobbes, for sure. Uh, also, I think you could probably argue that a lot of the... Uh... Baby Blues. Yeah, Baby Blues is amazing. So is Zitz. <laughs> and oh, Dilbert, Zitz is really I mean, good. Yeah, Zitz Dilbert is good. Classic. Dilbert is amazing. Um, but like Peanuts, you know, it's the OG, right? You, you can't top it. Also... The characters are adorable and cute. I mean, Snoopy, what a cute name. Also, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but what kind of dog is Snoopy? He's a beagle. And why is he a beagle? Because Charles M. Schultz thought that beagle was a funny word. (laughs) And he was like, Snoopy doesn't actually even look anything like a beagle, but I'm going to tell everyone that he's a beagle because it's a funny word and it just works with the cuteness of the show. And I was like, you know what? You... All right, Charles. <laughs> Genius. Um, well, how did he come up with the name Snoopy? Also because it's a funny word? Yeah, I think that's probably part of it for sure. Um, I do have uh, another argument, several other arguments to add here. And that just reminded me, for whatever reason, you said coming up with the names. Um, my thought immediately went to how he came up with the iconic outfits. Charlie Brown's zigzag yellow and black shirt. Iconic, yeah. He was wearing oversized clothing and had a capsule wardrobe before any influencer ever ever even was like born. You know, he was out there just being an environmentalist by never buying more clothes <laughs> unless he just uh-huh. had a whole entire closet of the same shirt, which if I were more familiar with peanuts lore, which I hope to be one day, I would know if there was a cartoon where they went into a closet and he had a bunch of the same shirts lined up, but I'm not sure. Uh, I think that he just wears the same one every day and washes it, which like, wow, mad props. I um, mean, is he, how much money is he spending on soap to wash it every day? That's true. Also, what kind of soap does he use? Is it mostly water? Cause I'm then he's sure just wasting canon. money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure, but this this me not knowing all the details doesn't mean that the details don't exist. Let me pull up one of my uh, bookmarked articles that I've had in my phone for uh, quite some time. It is the baseballreference.com page on Joe Schlobotnik, who is a fictional baseball player featured in the Peanuts comic strip. The details of this character, who was just a minor guy that was Charlie Brown's favorite baseball player that was mentioned a few times. But think about all the detail that went into the world that Charles Schultz created. Listen to this article. Schlobotnik was often mentioned as Charlie Brown's favorite player. Brown spent much of his free time trying to hunt down Joe memorabilia, baseball cards, autographs, personal meetings, and organized a Joe Schlobotnik fan club. Complete with a newsletter. Newsletter. Which folded after one issue. Do you remember when we were going to put out a newsletter, Matt? <laughs> vaguely, too. We did I vaguely remember that. One. Charlie Brown. We... <laughs> wow, we didn't even make one. We had grand plans. It was a Charlie's, great idea. Charlie though. Brown outdid us. It absolutely was. And there was something about some, some dog that was supposed to be mentioned in the newsletter. And our, I remember... Our imaginary uh, pet pig. Yes! What was it named, Bob? We sound insane, I and I kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah. That that whole idea was birthed and 
died at <laughs> it, <the> bar. <laughs> within a few <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, within a few hours. Um, okay, listen to the... This, this article only gets better if anyone wants to look into it. So, Shlobotnik was demoted to the minors <laughs> after having a .004 batting average over an entire season. Oh, his no. one hit was a bloop single with his team comfortably ahead. His greatest achievements included making spectacular plays on routine fly balls and throwing out a runner who had fallen down between first and second. After being sent down to the Green Grass League, a bush league in parentheses, Shlobotnik retired as a player and agreed to manage the Waffletown Syrups. Sadly, he was fired after only one game after calling for a squeeze play with no one on base. <laughs> I, I, I think his greatest achievement is playing an entire <laughs> season with a point zero zero four batting average. It's like getting nothing right on the SAT. Like that is impressive that, in and of itself. That's unbelievable. Wow. This is that is one of the best things. I mean, and also uh, the fact that Charles wrote all this into his thing. It's oh, incredible. Yeah. Linus the, uh, Linus Van Pelt Linus once Van Pelt. invited Slobotnik to a testimonial dinner for Charlie Brown. Unfortunately, the ball player got lost en route from his day job at a car wash. Another time, he was scheduled to appear at a sports banquet where fans could dine with their favorite athletes. The guest list included Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Jack Nicholas, and Peggy Fleming. And Charlie Brown, Linus, and Snoopy bought tickets to sit at Joe's table. He was the only athlete who didn't show up, explaining later that he had marked the wrong event, city, and date on his calendar. <laughs> Charlie Brown never did meet his hero. Oh, what a tragedy. And that's why they say, never meet your heroes. Because Charlie Brown <laughs> that's exactly was why. doing it right. Wow. What a rich! I didn't realize there was such a rich uh, peanuts verse out there. Oh my God! You wouldn't even know, Matthew. <laughs> it don't. just goes on for days. Oh, that's so good! It's so good. And then, on top of that, they talk about companionship, all the lessons in like a Charlie Brown Christmas about like, oh, hey, you know, it's it's not about having the most beautiful, full, voluptuous tree trimmed to a T with tinsel and and bells and whistles it is about having friends around a table sharing a meal and the gifts of their presence and also just having a funny little scraggly tree in the background that uh, lives on in history um, that uh also, just like the classic comedy bits of this, where like Linus pulling out the football. Yeah. That's just pure comedy. Timeless. Timeless. Well, I mean, to uh, to play devil's advocate is. Oh no. <laughs> is peanuts promoting bullying? Oh no. <laughs> you know what I think they're promoting? I think they're promoting. The humanity of it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> because they're showing all the goodness, but then they're also showing that people make mistakes. They aren't perfect. Sometimes they give into temptation. And it's important to show the dark side of things, which is why social media is such a plague on society. <laughs> it's really, it was the today. original social commentary, in, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize your answer would be so deep, but I'm glad I asked the question. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thank you for just making my argument even more ironclad. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I could go on for days, obviously. But uh, I think the main points of my argument are staying power. It's no legume in that department. But if we look at some of the longest-running comics and how how long newspaper comics have even been around, it's probably... You know, it's oh. up there. And... Um, secondly, it's, uh, wholesome, uh, yeah. it's cute, uh, it's very detailed, and you gotta admire the writing, and Charlie Brown was, uh, an environmentalist, he, he taught about friendship with Snoopy, Snoopy and Woodstock, too, also had a great friendship that one must not deny, um, they razzed on each other at times, 
but mm-hmm. they were always there for each other when it came down to it. Um, also, their feats of strength throughout the show. A lot of times, these this little dog and this little bird are like carrying things, and you, you just got to say, man, that thing is stronger than an ant in terms of its ratio to its body ass. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, unbelievable. Aren't like carpenter ants the strongest fire ants compared yeah, to their bodies? So- they- they can yeah, just like carry, carry a whole like chip a thousand on their back. times their own weight or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but they never looked into Woodstock and his breed and how. Yeah, how they, they haven't calculated things. that. Not that I've seen, it's, at least. It's important. Um, and then lastly, the whole the whole social commentary on them not being perfect, but them being good at their core and trying their best, and really, uh, also the beautiful music that comes out of. Out of uh, all the peanuts. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for adding to my argument. One last thing about the music is I'm pretty sure on the official Peanuts soundtrack, they even included a, a famous Beethoven song. It is escaping me at the moment. But it's there. And, you know, that's 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 worldly. That's uh, cultured. And... Uh, in closing, I think that Peanuts is one of the greatest inventions of the modern age. Wow. Outstanding. What is the... I get the uh, Peanut Holiday specials, the TV show. What is the cartoon trying to accomplish? What is its purpose? I think it's supposed to put a smile on your face, Matthew. Okay. I just okay. Well, that's good. Do peanuts do that to you? Um, I don't know. I feel like the cartoon. I feel like the peanuts cartoon and the baby blue cartoon is sometimes just cute, wholesome. Not quite funny. It's something though. It's like uh, bread. It's there. It's sort of like nostalgia. It's, it's always right? there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as Don Draper says, nostalgia is like the pain from an old wound. It's delicate, but potent. And that's what Peanuts is. Very good. I like that. Okay. Now that we've uh, heard all about cartoons. Uh, I want to talk to you today about Peanuts, the food. And since let's... Okay, sorry. No, how dare you. (laughs) Let's start with a little history. Peanuts, did you know that Peanuts are native to South America? Peru. Wait, that's where you are right now. Bolivia, Argentina, and Brazil. In the area, I'm nearby, a neighbor, if you will. Hi, neighbor. So if we're talking about longevity, peanuts have been around in the cultures there before uh, the Spanish arrived. The plant's name in Nahudal is Tlachutl. Or <laughs> I think is that the is that the Clock comment Lahoodle. spelling? <laughs> the comment spelling? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I have no idea, to be honest. Got it. But the name in Spanish is cacahuate. Uh, oh, which, I knew that. Yeah, so it's close. That's where say. it's derived from. Is the original, like, native South American name, and it was. Offered peanuts were offered for sale in the marketplace of Tino Chilon, if you remember that historical site. So a lot of history. I actually have been there. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe you had. You've been to Peru. Yeah. So talk about history, and they still been around, and we're still selling them. Do you know where they're most often sold? Uh, on street baseball corners. parks. Oh, that's too... Oh, I should... You know what? You set that up. Yeah. And I just dropped the ball. Yeah. I mean, really, 
So take me out to the ball game, buy me some peanuts. This is an Amer this is a long and storied history of peanuts the food across the Americas. I will say I'm smiling. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. Peanuts are great. And um fun fact we've alluded to this already. While peanuts are similar in taste and nutritional profile to tree nuts, such as walnuts and almonds, they aren't tree nuts. They are legumes. They're legumes. Yes. That's because a nut is a fruit whose ovary wall becomes hard at maturity. Oh. Uh, and peanuts do not fit this definition because they produce their fruit in a pod. And they actually have true. more in common with snow peas than actual nuts. We produce our fruit in a pod. Cast. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> shut, I don't know what that means, it but it seemed good. Our fruit of <laughs> fruits of knowledge. The fruits um, of knowledge. Fruits of labor. Not to interrupt, but I will once again. Uh, but this is more an addition than an interruption. It could be both, Add. I suppose. But don't Add peanuts engage in the process of denitrification in soil which helps uh helps with like maintaining soil quality so that people continue yes. can continue to grow crops yes i read that what it didn't is include the peanuts in my role? argument because i didn't no. think it was interesting enough you know but, but it I is think a... <laughs> one of the most interesting things okay i'm sorry i underestimated <laughs> <laughs> the utility of peanuts in they're important in crop rotations yeah uh-huh yeah absolutely farming runs the world so that's true here's something i wrote down that's not as important but i thought was more interesting peanuts are known as monkey nut in the uk what are they doing over there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> What are they doing? Why have they butchered our language that America invented? I am inclined to find out the origins of that term, though. I wonder. I don't think that just... the peanut looks like a monkey. No, maybe just unless monkeys they like think to it does. Them. Well, Do you let's think? let's think about it. Uh, South America. Obviously, Amazon rainforest, plenty of monkeys. Maybe they're eating the peanuts. That's how. Uh, that's how people in the UK know about them. I don't know. Did, did they well, just—they just use weird words. That's my explanation. Yeah, put this, put this uh, monkey nut in the boot. <laughs> put that monkey <laughs> nut in the boot. That's called for. Put this peanut in the trunk. Blimey! <laughs> oh boy all right now enough enough of that nonsense let's talk about a real american staple peanut butter and jelly sandwich oh PB the real question J. crunchy or smooth honestly you can do either way but i've always been a smooth smoothman i <laughs> am a crunchyman <laughs> <laughs> through and through take it however you like PB&J, classic American lunch staple, top-tier sandwich, and peanut butter in the peanut, essential ingredient. And... If not last, the ingredient. If not, I mean, one of three, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what else is in there? Oh, and butter? peanut butter, you mean? Yeah. Uh. Water, presumably. Yeah, water, like salty water, I think. Probably some sort of high fructose corn syrup in the U.S. Well, depending on the brand. Yeah, uh, because if you were hadn't gotten the the really like natural peanut butter, and then it's like like liquid at the top, and then really yeah. hard at the bottom, and then you gotta mix it up. Yeah, but so I. You can make peanut butter with, obviously, uh, ground peanuts that have been roasted, sugar, salt, oils, and additives that prevent separation. So they add some stuff to 
make the nice creamy stuff, you know, but you know the dark side to peanuts are that if you are buying natural peanut butter because you're anti-seed oil, which is a reasonable take, um, you could very easily get tennis elbow from mixing up your peanut butter. Ooh, you do have to watch out for that. Where where does tennis elbow come from? Is that really like a is that an actual elbow injury or is it like a rotator cuff thing? I'm sure. I think it's like the tendon in your elbow. Okay. Well, there's what some stretches is... and exercises you can do to alleviate the that tendonitis. Tennis elbow is lateral epicondylitis. It's when the tendons in your elbow are overloaded. Yeah. Well, don't overwork it. You know, if if you're buying the natural peanut butter without the additives don't don't overwork yourself you know just mix it well but don't I strain saw yourself. this thing where people would would just get a hand mixer and stick it in the peanut butter and great love that yeah. side you note, know what else oh, in october note. go ahead sorry interrupting again i'm gonna just stop apologizing and just do it um, in October, when we carved pumpkins, uh-huh. I tried that viral hack, as they say, of like egg beaters inside to yeah clean out the inside edges after you really like gutted it. My God, it worked like a charm. Highly recommend. Oh. Wow. Great tip. Okay. And lastly, but not leastly. You can eat peanuts for free at Five Guys Restaurant. Oh, my God. That is such a good point. And you could just throw them on the floor in some places. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to. That's unnecessary, but <laughs> so someone will clean them eventually. Wasn't that a thing in, like, some dive bars? With like, oh, yeah, there's peanuts on the floor. Could just- yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. I'm not a fan of just throwing uh, shells on the floor. Well, the thing is, you just summon our pig, and then he'll just... Ah, yeah, you're right. That probably was the origin of that. Yeah. Pigs are like the hoovers of animals. Oh, my God. Speaking of hoover in vacuums, I saw this... I saw this uh, thing on Shark Tank, and it was a regular broom. And then on the corner, it has a tiny little vacuum. So you just, you broom up, and then you just flip it on its side, and it just vacuums up the crumbs. You don't have to plug it in or anything. It's battery-powered. And I just thought, Big Dustpan is shaking in its boots right now, seeing that (laughs) ass. There lobbying big dustpan is lobbying. oh my god yeah they're like holy smokes we've been sitting on our laurels for far too long wow yeah you're right that is a disruption to the big dustpan industry i was gonna where are you, your laurels uh isn't it like your uh butt like your hindquarters yeah but why why don't we use that in other contexts? Uh, oh, rest on your laurels. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the meaning. But where does it come from? I think it's very old, maybe. Ancient Greece. Laurels. Crowns made of laurel wreaths. As mm-hmm. symbols of victory, success, and status. Oh, so you're just hanging back like, oh, I'm good. It's, it's like the tortoise and the hare. There's right, nothing like a good old, old saying. As long as it's not, you know, racist or sexist or bigoted. Yes. Anyways, to recap, peanuts, the food. Long and storied history across the Americas that continues to this day, especially at American ballparks where peanuts are a staple and Five Guys restaurants. Honestly, also an American staple, at least in the East. 
and year two in the West. Peanuts, despite the name. Are, oh, is five five guys is in California? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, huge. Probably now you have a reason to peanuts. visit. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> and despite the name, they're not a nut. So it's really a misnomer, and that's fun. And monkey nut is funny. That is funny. And PB&J. You know what? I'd just like to... One little point to maybe just slightly refute yours is that you said it's really right. big in the Americas. That may be true, but Peanuts the cartoon is international. And with Snoopy in How space, it's actually it's actually goes beyond Earth and into space. Has a peanut ever been taken into space? Has he's been to space. A peanut ever been in <laughs> outer space? I know the first it has dog a... in space. I don't know the first peanut in space. NASA releases first photo of space peanut. What is that? One space billion peanut. miles beyond Pluto of a so-called space peanut. Explain yourself. Express. .co.uk. What? Asteroid Cleopatra is named after the famous Egyptian queen and is shaped somewhere between a peanut and a bone. <laughs> I don't know what a space peanut is. This article doesn't explain it well enough. <laughs> um, there's asteroids that are shaped like peanuts. Might be the space peanut. Why space people eats peanuts at launches? That's, that's, that's a video the someone made. That's, that's not in space well if it's if peanuts are fueling our outer spacemen and women i feel like they're playing a role in space travel so snoopy though so i guess we're we're at a standstill yeah tie we'll call it a tie on that on that account yeah. i agree and other cultures also eat peanuts i mean let's not kid ourselves they're... That's true. Aren't there a lot of good like peanut-based curries? Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Other yeah, peanuts are used in sauces. All right, fine. I guess I can't refute it, but I would just like to say that both are quite worldly. Yeah, agreed. All right. How are we going to score this then? We I think we both gave perfect <sighs> arguments to be honest. Has, has I honestly think is it possible to have a tie? I, I don't know if we've had a tie before. We probably have, but I think we both get a perfect score, whatever that is. I think, yeah. I mean, because our our scale does shift every time, then why not just this episode make our scale one to ten and give us give us both tens? Great, perfect. I agree. I think that, Matthew, I think you did a tremendous job. I think you did an amazing job. Um, Thank you. And frankly, I, I was trying to think about it. I was like, would I rather live in a world without the Peanuts cartoon or the Peanuts legume? And for me, it's a toss-up. So I think that it, they're pretty equally weighted. Um, and I'm glad that we argued them, but we've sort of, we sort of come down to the consensus that they pretty much have equal weight in society. Yeah, I think the world is a better place because we had this debate. And because I don't we think have that, peanuts. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Settled. Wow. Are we getting soft, Matthew? <laughs> In our old age. <laughs> we might be. How long have we been doing this podcast? I mean, I think we started in 2019. Yeah, something like that, I want to say. Four years, but we I don't even think we've broken 20 episodes, but we'll get there. Yeah, but, you know, that's usually when podcasts get soft, you know, starting to soften up. That is true. That is so true. Yeah. <sighs> Should we'll we take a little break? edge next time. Yeah, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about winter activities right after this. Ahoy! Welcome back, mateys. Ahoy. <laughs> Cheerio. Ahoy, hoy. 
there's that episode of of the simpsons where oh god i'm sorry I, I would never really watch a lot of the simpsons because my parents my didn't, didn't let us when we were younger yeah why yeah that? what was that i don't, I don't know. know like i never really thought of my parents as like strict they were i mean i didn't have like a curfew and i just sort of you know lived life but like right. for whatever reason when i was little it was like no mtv and no simpsons it's like okay but but meanwhile we were watching seinfeld like yeah i, I don't, don't know, know. it it's unexplainable. Um, but there's an episode where the old dude. This is embarrassing. I don't know his name off I've, the top I of my know. head, but he answers the phone and he says, ahoy, hoy. And the bit is it's because he's so old that he answers the phone like. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell wanted people to answer the phone initially which was he wanted people to say ahoy hoy oh that's right that's funny isn't that that's funny little... it's like a subtle yeah that's ahoy, so hoy. smart um it's montgomery burns montgomery burns i don't know any simpsons characters i don't think i've i've never ever watched a single episode in my life to be honest mr burns ahoy yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, classic little nugget there. Why did why did um, A.G. Bell want that to be the greeting? Uh, I think that he was a nautical fiend. Ah, okay. Uh, well, that's good nothing enough more explanation to it. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he actually... Yeah, so... Thomas Edison was the one that popularized the use of hello. Wow. Just stealing <sighs> inventions left and right. Yeah. Yeah, because that Edison guy didn't do anything. <laughs> no, he's lazy, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, so I think that our plan here is we're going to discuss uh, wintertime activities because I feel as though the things that occupy my time in the winter vastly different than things that occupy my time in the summer. And that is a product of the fact that obviously you're indoors more, but I just thought that this winter in particular, also I would like to, to throw in the fact that you are currently in Colombia where it is warm all the time. Yeah. And I am currently in Los Angeles where it's quite mild all the time. <laughs> and yeah, we're talking about wintertime activities, but, you know, that subtle little drop does does somehow, you know, impede your regular time, regular activities. But uh, lately, I have been with my sister. I go on a run to a local diner, and then I meet my sister there, and then we play cards and eat pancakes. And then we came up with the, the idea. We were like, okay, you know what we should do? is we should host a Euchre tournament at the local Kiwanis Club. And then we were getting really into it. Because as with most things, as we discussed with my yin yoga earlier in the episode, I can't just like half-ass anything. I either just completely don't do it, or I just go on hard mode. Like with anything. And so I was like, okay, yeah, we've been playing cards casually a few times here. Let's just start a tournament. And host an event with uh, like a hundred people playing euchre. Um, unfortunately, it was quite expensive to rent out the Kiwanis Club. I mean, relative to what one would expect. Uh, so that plan quickly went down the drain and fell into the category of doing nothing once again. But uh, loved that maybe, idea. Maybe you guys just host this at another venue. Right. But I mean, I wanted it to be big. Yeah. Well, we'll think about it. So there, yeah, I guess in theory, I could just host it at home with like four people. Uh, no, that's not the same. It has to be an event space. So true. I know. What I is, was like, should I get an Airbnb? <laughs> <laughs> what is, Your what is a, Airbnb. A yeah, our Airbnb in Columbia. Wouldn't a bar be interested in hosting such an event like on a Tuesday night or something where they... You know, don't have that's actually genius. When I move back traffic. to New York in two weeks, 
I'm going to contact a bar about hosting a trivia night and a euchre night. Nice. Yeah. The euchre night could maybe be once a month or once a quarter. Sure. It doesn't have to be all the time. I don't know how how many people are that uh, passionate about euchre. Dude, there's a lot of Midwesterners in these these yeah. parts, and these parts mean I'd everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. I do the same. For those of you who don't know what euchre is, it's a timeless uh, card game that is beloved by people in the Midwest, and uh, you should research it. I think it's quite similar to gin rummy, is it not? Uh, I don't know enough about gin rummy to say for sure, to be honest. I don't know gin. It's not even funny. But <laughs> came to my mind. What's the, so, Oh, I said it. <laughs> what's the go-to bar in New York now, then? Well, I'm moving neighborhoods, so I got to, I got to, I got to find a new spot. TBD. TBD. However, I do think that we should always return to our tried and true if and when we are ever in the same place again. Totally. But um, yeah, so so cards. But then we were like, all right, that's we, we sort of hit a, you know, let's let's put a a feather in that cap of the Euchre night. And then and I was like, OK, I'm going to start going bowling. So then I tried to just ca- I tried to just organize this casual bowling night and then it, it ballooned into a bowling night for 18 people. Most of whom I did not know, but uh, <laughs> sort of just happened that way. And then the problem was that the bowling alley, initially we were going to go to Bolero, which is all around L.A., but then it was going to be like $600 for us to go bowling. And I was like, bro, I am not putting that on my credit card because I don't know most of these people and I'm going to get back like 60 bucks. So no, I'm not doing that. So then I was going to go to the bowling alley that we used to go to for all of our birthday parties growing up. And I was like, great. But they have an online reservation system, but it was not working. It wouldn't let me book. It was like for a Monday night, too. I was like, what is going on? Also, props to me for getting 18 people together to go bowling on a random Monday night. But love that. Um, So then I called the bowling alley and the guy was like, well, you got to you got to book online. And I was like, yeah, I tried. He was like, oh, actually, it's been down. And I was like. Okay. He was like, we'll book on Monday morning. And I was like, got it. So then I wake up Monday morning and I go online and there's no spots available. And I was like, what's the deal? So I called them again. And then the guy was like, let me put you through to my manager. And then he put me through and then it went to voicemail. And I was like, this (laughs) is a disaster. So I texted the people that I did know that were coming. And I was like, hey, we can either spend $600 and go to Bolero, which is insane. I think the whole point of me bringing this up is like, why is bowling so expensive in Los Angeles? That is nuts. That's crazy. Didn't you say it's like $5 a game in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think just the normal it bowling is usually very cheap. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. And then I was like, no, I don't think we're going to go bowling. Well, I, I, I gave four ideas. I put A, B, C, and D, four ideas, and then people stopped responding, and it was a whole thing. And then I ended up just going to dinner with three other people um, and just nixing the whole thing. But then I found another bowling alley like 20 minutes away that's been there since 1947, and they were so lovely on the phone. I mean, this was like a few days later. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try this again. I'm going to try to look. But I'm not going to go with 18 people this time. I'm going to try to keep it smaller. I learned my lesson. And I could call them, and they were so nice, and they were like, Unfortunately, we have a bowling league on Thursday nights. And lo and behold, the bowling league that he was talking about was one that one of my friends was in. I was like, this is nuts. What are the odds? Um, I play beach volleyball with this person every Saturday morning. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, have you heard of this bowling alley? He's like, yeah, I bowl there every Thursday night with my league. We went to Vegas last weekend. I was like, oh, my God, that's incredible. Um so long story short, wintertime activities, cards, bowling. I was I was hitting some walls with both of these. Um, so then I got it into the the classic pastime of mine, which is buying vintage clothing online. I can do that any time of day and without reservation. It is, however, <laughs> quite expensive. And I'm in a feud with a seller at the moment over a jacket that was claimed to be leather, and I received it, and it is clearly polyurethane. And... I don't know how to prove it to the Poshmark people that 
It is not because they asked me to send a photo, but a photo of faux leather and a photo of leather looks quite similar. And this is uh, where I sort of am with my wintertime activities. Oh, which is why I'm going to be in yoga tonight, trying a new thing. Yeah, that's good. That's a predicament with the clothing. Well, at least you're staying busy with the with everything during winter. Yes. Although if you would ask my parents, they'd be like, Aaron, she never leaves her room. (laughs) It's like I'm 17 again. You're busy buying vintage clothing. It's so true. And it's all so cute. (laughs) And having your bowling reservations uh, denied. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started, she says after going on a rant on it for 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been occupying your time with, Matthew? Uh, watching football. That's a great winter. Oh my god! Activity. What did you think of the ending of the Bengals game? Rigged. The NFL's rigged. rigged. They called it in. They they told the refs you have to make the Chiefs win. Literally, dude. That's that's how I feel about it. That was such bullshit. The number of missed yeah. calls and calls against the Bengals were ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. Football is frustrating. And some days I wake up in the middle of the night and I go, oh my God, and I forget how bad that kick was at the end of the Ohio State game a few weeks back. Dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Was now rough. I'm going to have nightmares of it. I had, <laughs> I had honestly. You needed a like wintertime activity. My, yeah, that was my wintertime activity. And then the rest of. For a month, the wintertime activity has been trying to erase that from my memory. Uh, well, you failed. Yeah. By I was doing the... well. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten. I was like, oh, my God. I know it's been a month, but can we just point out that it was actually the, the kicker, the holder, not the kicker? Was it? The guy, the it. guy holding the ball after he missed the kick. Yeah, let's rehash old problems. After <laughs> he kicked it, he immediately went and consoled the guy, the holder, and I yeah. it made me think maybe the hold was messed up. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, now I'm gonna watch a replay and see whose fault it was. It yeah, doesn't it's matter. No, to get the, to the bottom of what the 18 year olds are doing. <laughs> yeah, no, the fault was was uh, Ryan Day calling a run. Oh and my God, that was painful. I was not trying I was to get upset. more yards. Oh my God, you know, get him, get him in range. Goal, oh my God, like, oh man, let me just trying. try to get this guy to. It's not his yeah, fault that he's I trying agree. a fifty-yarder, did he? Yeah. And oh my God. Has he done it before? Yes. Has he done it before in that situation? No. Yeah. Whatever. So, anyways, <sighs> I'm done with football as a wintertime activity. Now it's officially basketball season not not that i love basketball not that ohio state basketball is in any better shape by any means Um, Uh, no i would agree i would definitely agree it's quite also is that one guy like still on the team i feel like he was on the team for like 15 years aaron Kraft. (laughs) (laughs) i saw him at a grader's ice cream in columbus one time (laughs) that's that's exactly where I would expect you to see Aaron Kraft. <laughs> yeah, that, that man is so wholesome. All he does is eat ice cream and, like, I don't know, like, sing show tunes. <laughs> I bet Aaron Kraft loves Peanuts, the cartoon. Oh, he probably does. And you admit it's wholesome. You admit yeah. it. <laughs> no, it is. No doubt. He probably eats Peanuts, too. At a baseball game. Oh, yeah, he's definitely. He's an all-American boy. Yeah. Um, no, was his last name like? Oh God, who knows? He was out there though for like forever. The other dude I was thinking of. Um, this is now. Name. Normally, we just turn this into a baseball podcast, but we have just no. turned this into an Ohio State podcast here at the end here. Well, what I come to realize. Not a winter activity. No, but pitchers and catchers report soon, so we can return to <laughs> okay. our. Our Next original episode. Also, I do think that uh, Dexter Fowler retired from baseball today, or officially. So, right? 
yeah. So that's a baseball thing. Got to throw that in. Um, <laughs> really, really got overshadowed a bit by Tom Brady <laughs> retiring. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Slightly overshadowed. I think I'm probably the only person in the history of the world that, <laughs> that had mentioned Dexter Fowler's retirement before Tom Brady's. <laughs> well, you heard um, it here first. Reported first on unhealthy <laughs> discourse. That's true. Yeah. For those of you who weren't aware. I think that we could pretty much say, in summation, our wintertime activities have been getting upset at things. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention taxes. Oh, my God. Classic. I mean, classic I, have to, I have to amend my tax return from last year. Get on it. I know. Just go, do-do-do-do-do, H&R Block. Yeah, I'm going to do it online. I, uh, the, TurboTax this... or H&R Block? H&R Block, the, their system was down. I tried to do this back in December, but it wouldn't let me. My question is, what do they do for most of the year? Chill. This guy, the actually, so <laughs> to do this amendment, amending of the tax returns, went to I went to a actual H&R Block location, and I talked to this sweet old man who reminded me of of my dad in the sense that he explained every single thing that he was doing. And even did he go, water flows downhill. <laughs> he did it. He did that except with taxes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because those, he wasn't a civil engineer. <laughs> Matt's dad is a civil engineer and loves to remind people of the fact that water flows downhill. And my dad loves to talk. And this guy also loved to talk. And I miss your dad and your mom and your siblings. They're all doing and your well. Niece. And your wife. You'll see him at the wedding. It's only a few months away now. Only time will tell. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for the wedding. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I have a purpose of this tax story. It's it's boring. The guy was nice. Oh, he was telling me that he's he's like semi-retired and they they have him like retire during the off season every year and then hire him back. It's very uh, bizarre. Oh, so he's like a contractor sort of. Kind of. Or That's interesting. I wonder what he does about his health benefits. I don't know. I think I don't know. Maybe his wife was covering it. He might have said he probably told me. I don't remember every <laughs> detail of the conversation. It was the long. funniest thing about this episode is that it's pretty much just turned into a phone call between the two. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think what all of the episodes are. <laughs> it's pretty much just been like hi, people are listening. Oh yeah, what's what have you been up to? <laughs> how's 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 your dad doing? We should definitely charge people for the, our phone calls between <laughs> each other. <laughs> oh man, vanity is a crime of which we are guilty because it's like, oh, let's do a regular catch-up call and have it posted online for others to listen to for their entertainment. <laughs> That should honestly be like the catchphrase of this podcast. Yep. Uh, but we enjoy it. And so do others. So do our listeners. Thank you, those of you out there. Um, I hope you enjoy the Instagram graphics that I've been putting on there. More to come. I do think that our next episode, we are going to bring back one of our tried and true guests, John. Okay. Uh, he has been eager to rejoin, and we are eager to have him back. Always a beloved friend and guest host of the podcast. In summation, I hope you guys find some wintertime activities that don't make you upset, because we've been unsuccessful on that front, but we thought we'd share which ones were dead ends for us so you don't make the same mistakes. Yes. <laughs> and Snoopy <laughs> rules. Over and out. This I'm still writing discourse. down. What, what did you say? Vanity is a crime of which we are guilty? Was that it? Uh, I did say that. <laughs> that was, that's officially our tagline from now on. <laughs> it was it, it, our old tagline, which I don't think was ever a tagline, was going to be, I was about to say something off color, but I don't think we ever really used it. I like this one. I like the new one better. I think uh, this is the new season's tagline. 
Yeah, the new season, season. twenty twenty two three. Season twenty three. New podcast, new I, us. Same podcast. I love new it. Us. I love that I've tried to log off once and failed, <laughs> and so we're gonna give it another go. <laughs> As always, this was unhealthy discourse. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Peanuts over and out. Adios, Ahoy amigos. Hoy. Ahoy hoy.